In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. In this morning's gospel, Jesus teaches us through this parable of the Good Samaritan, which is a famous parable. I hope that all of you know the basics of the story because I'm not going to repeat them now, but hopefully we know them. But by this very powerful lesson, Jesus Christ teaches us that Orthodox Christianity is most manifested by showing mercy. And Orthodox Christianity is done by imitating Christ, who is, who is imaged by the person of the Good Samaritan in this, in this parable. And that even if we know all the Jeopardy facts about Orthodox Christianity, if we know all the letters and, and the rules of the, the supposed rules of the Orthodox Church, we know them, but if they don't lead us to become merciful to others, as God is merciful to us, then they are all meaningless. So this morning we have in this passage a lawyer comes to Jesus, a man of reputation and having a reputation of knowing the law. But in reality, this lawyer knew the letter and the spirit of the law, but we gather he did not know the intent of the law. He knew the jeopardy facts, but he did not know the reasons why God gave this great law of Moses to his people. Now, nevertheless, he comes and stands up to Jesus, and he, out of vanity, he says, he, out of seeking to entrap the lawgiver, he asks the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now, this man could have asked anything, but he knew of Jesus that Jesus was always preaching about the kingdom and always preaching about inheriting eternal life. So one father of the church says that this man was being a little snarky, that asking this very question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He's kind of mocking Jesus even. Because he doesn't really care about inheriting eternal life. Or if he does, he doesn't care what Jesus really has to say about this question that he asks. And Jesus knows the minds of all. And so he asked this man, well, what did the law say? And we know what the man said. The law says that to love the Lord with all your soul and with all your strength and all your heart and all your mind and to love, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, if the prize came from only knowing the perfect verbatim law of Moses, he would have gotten the gold star, and Jesus would have said, you have it. You, you have inherited eternal life. But we know that that's not true, and that's not the essence of living the life in God. So Jesus asked this man another question. He's, he's, uh, and so, I'm sorry, so this man out of vanity asked, asked Jesus another question. Again, who is my neighbor? He's thinking he's going to entrap Jesus with yet another answer. And so Jesus, rather than giving him a pat answer, he gives him this parable. It's beautiful how when Jesus gives parables, they are answers. They are answers to questions. They are solutions to problems. But they're given in a way that we have to figure it out for ourselves. 
So Jesus tells this parable about this man who is going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. He's beaten up by robbers. He's left for dead. And then we have two people that go by. We have a priest that goes by. Another person who is an expert on the law of Moses who offers the sacrifice for the sins on behalf of the people. And of all people, who he's, this is the man who's closest to God and he should know what it is that God would want him to do in this moment. But this priest fails. And he passes by on the other side and walks to him. All the things that this man was doing in the church, in his temple, providing sacrifices, at that moment meant nothing. Because Jesus, because God, could not recognize himself in this priest as he's walking on by. The same goes with the Levite, who was of a priestly family, who should have known the same things, who from the time of the Exodus, this family had a special closeness with the Lord and God themselves. And if anyone should have known what to do at this moment, this person passed by. And again, God could not recognize himself in the actions of this person. And then we have the Samaritan who comes by. The Samaritan, for those who know the biblical history, is of the heretical, those people over there, those people who even built their own fake temple from the eyes of the Jews, and those people, those despised, dirty people we want nothing to do about. This person came and provided help and showed mercy and, per, and acted as a neighbor to this person. What is the purpose of this parable? We are called as Orthodox Christians to be neighbors to everybody, not only to ourselves, not only to our families, not only to our extended families, not only to the people in our St. Sophia parish, not only to the Greeks, not only to the Lebanese, not only to the Germans and Irish and French, but to everybody that we see, we should show mercy. We should show a soft heart. We should show compassion. That way Jesus can recognize himself in us. And though there are people who do good out there, they may not know anything about the Orthodox Christian faith or any Christianity, but let me, let's, let's just be a challenge. If they do good out of their heart and show mercy to others, perhaps they, that Jesus might recognize himself in that person, while he may not recognize himself in us, if we don't do these same things. So the law of Moses, Jesus is teaching, in this, by this parable, has a means to an end. It has a purpose. It's meant to soften men's hearts. It's meant to teach men to take the focus off of themselves and to focus on God, of course, and to, but to focus on their brother, their fellow human beings, not even just the Jews, but everyone around, around them. They are to show love and compassion and to have a softened heart. The law of Moses is kind of like this. It's supposed to tenderize men's hearts. Now, when I was in Greece this past summer, when I was in Crete, I ordered a, some kotopodi, some octopus, and the guy went to the boat, went to the water, he had a basket, he took out, a, he took out an octopus from the basket, and he went and he smacked it 39 times. Not 40 times, because 40 times would be cruel. 
But he did it 39 times. That's what the Metropolitan Gospel said. They do it 39 times because 40 would be mean. But why are they doing this to the, to the octopus? In order to soften the octopus. To make it palatable. To make it pleasurable. To make it a beautiful delight to eat. And that way the octopus has given its life at least for the enjoyment, in this case, me. But it's here. So God wants us to have our hearts be tenderized, to be free of hardness, to be free of cruelty, to be free of apathy, to be free of hatred, to be free of holding grudges, to be free of anger, to be free of lust, to be free of gluttony, to be free of our self-focus. Because if we're focusing only on ourselves, our hearts become very hard. And we're not good for anybody. And we, God can't see himself in us. Who share, God already shares himself with everybody. He shows mercy and compassion to all of us beyond what we even know, all the things that we know, and he wants us to be the same. Now Jesus, he said, he's the fulfillment of the law. He didn't come to get rid of the law, but he came to fulfill it. That is to be a living, breathing example on this earth of who God is and the mercy and kindness that God has shown to us. And Jesus allowed himself to be tenderized by being abused and not responding, being spit upon and not reacting with rage or insult, being put on the cross and being killed all to be because he has a tender heart already for us. And so we, as Orthodox Christians, are called and invited to do the same, to imitate our Lord, to stop focusing on ourselves and to focus on our brother and on our sisters, on our strangers, even our enemies, and to all people to be a neighbor.